Hey, welcome to Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. My name is Rene from Valorum Reply, and as you can see, we are today inside of the Metaverse to talk about a Metaverse topic. If you wonder what is that, well, this is our custom Altspace VR world called Reply Solar World. You have to know at Reply, we have in our offices, we have physical spaces, so-called social gathering spaces, well, of course, you know, since we're all in the metaverse these days, we had to replicate something like this inside of the metaverse. This is where we are today. Anyhow, this is not what this show is all about. It's all about our fantastic guests like Saskia we have here today. Are we going to talk about a global XR and metaverse community? And I'm more than honored to welcome Saskia to our show. Welcome, Saskia. How are you today? Hi, Rene. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy day. Um, so let's start actually with introducing yourself. Um, so your name is Saskia Grünenwagen, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your background as it relates to 3D computer graphics, metaphors, and all the related things. I can. Let me try. So hi, I'm Saskia Grünenwagen. Um, I live in the Netherlands. I'm from Germany. I work at a company called Ardina, um, where I'm the tech lead for everything uh, VR, AR, XR. Uh, my background, well, I studied computer science, very, um, you know, like many of us do. And then I did my, my thesis at the, at the research institute, Hanover, and they did the early research in VR. It was like 20 years ago, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so I did another master in that area. Um, awesome. And that's how I started. Got started in VR. Like first as like a scientist, basically doing some research, and then later as a software developer. And a, a funny, funny story actually. About ten years ago, I was working as a researcher in Utrecht at the university, and we were working at a research project called Metaverse. <laughs> um, and it was about yeah. combining real and virtual worlds. So that's a bit of my background. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Um, let's dive into our today's topic. And um, of course, you just told us you're working in computer graphics since many years. You actually, um, well, have a, have a, a, you know, educational background there. Um, so tell us a little bit about the metaverse, um, how the term was used before it was cool. So let's start with a simple but also complex question, right? What is the metaverse for you and where do you see its potential? Right. Yeah, that's such a <clears throat> that's such a wide question. Of course, uh, the metaverse, uh, as as you know, and as you, I think already told the audience, comes uh, from a science fiction book. It's from uh, from Snow Crash, William Gibson. Um, mm -hmm. Me, I would say it's anything that because it's such a broad term, but anything that ties like the real world to kind of a digital representation of that world. And that includes anything from what like we're doing here, right? Kind of the social virtual environment, a representation of the real world, up to um, digital twins, right? Where you actually make a copy of a real world system. Um, and all of that includes the metaverse. And the potential, I think the potential is very big. Like personally, what, what I work on at work is um, building training environments in virtual reality, mm -hmm. where you can replicate like, environments that are really difficult to reach are really expensive or really dangerous so people can train in those virtual environments or to help people during their work with, uh, with headsets like a like a hololens um mm -hmm. where you can actually like add additional information to the real world 
um, I see a lot of potential in those areas. Yeah, yeah, I fully, fully agree. I mean, like you said, right? It's it's currently uh, such a kind of fuzzy topic, right? Like it's it's like yeah. anything and nothing at the moment. And like you said, like for a lot of folks, it has different meanings. And I fully agree what you said. Like I also see lots of potential um, also for this kind of real world metaverse, right? Where we embed this kind of physical reality and make it all support. And we don't just have this pure virtual uh, worlds, which are great too, right? Like, hey, we can chat immersively today uh, yeah. without a video call. This is fantastic. I think there's a yeah. lot of potential for connecting the real world, right? It's so much more personal also to talk to you as an avatar than on a video call, right? Right. That's also, and, and what I also always say is like, um, in these kind of meetings, or like we use that internally also for business meetings, immersive business meetings, as I call it, I memorize much, much more from these meetings, right? Yeah. Like, you're fully immersed, like you're, you're basically, as you can see, right, we see each other as 3D, although as, a, as an avatar, I can also hear your voice in 3D with spatial sound, if you will. And then also the, um, the, the other aspect is you're fully focused, right? There's no outside distraction, really. Exactly. I cannot check my phone now or like look at my other screens and all of that, right? They're really present. Right. All right, let's, um, let's talk about uh, another great project you're involved with, the Global XR community. And I know together with Alexander Myers and Siauke Saar, you're organizing the Global XR event series. And also actually larger conference, like the Global XR conference, right? Um, yeah. Well, please tell us a little bit about the work you're doing there with the with the series, but also, uh, you know, in one of the Global XR meetups, if you will, in Altspace, you had these fun quizzes, which was amazing. It was so much fun. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a little bit about the whole Global XR community effort and, and what you guys are doing there, and when are maybe yeah, the next sure. events? Yeah. So the, the whole Global XR thing started as a, a local user group, actually, the Mixed Reality User Group. It was a Dutch user group for... Um, for HoloLens and Mixed Reality, which was started by Schaupje and Alexander. And then um, shortly before the pandemic, they asked me to join. I was really happy to do. And then, of course, you know, everything uh, being um, online from that point onwards, we, we decided to shift it from a local thing to a global thing. Um, <clears throat> and it became the Global XR community. Um, yeah. And what we do is we organize talks uh, once a month. Where we, we invite a speaker to go talk. You have been a guest. <laughs> with us. Mm -hmm. um, and then basically we saw that there were so many amazing topics and so many amazing speakers that didn't fit in that monthly format anymore. So we also organized um, a yearly conference, um, the Global Exa Conference, which was uh, 50 speakers two years ago. And we did like a 24-hour live stream. And then last year we did three days with 70 speakers. And that was wow. an amazing, um, amazing experience. And everything, all of that is still uh, on YouTube. Like we recorded all the talks, they're all on our YouTube channel, Global XR community, if you want to watch them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we keep going. And, and the quiz thing, well, recently we thought, yeah, we're doing all the talks, but maybe it would be nice to do something a bit more interactive with the whole community. So we thought, why not do like a fun quiz, uh, quiz show inside of all the space we are, right? And you were participating in that one as well, which was kind of like a game show. You have to, you get questions. Yeah about XR and then you have to um, like jump to the right colored uh, square to give your answer. And yeah, I thought it was, uh, that was really fun. What do you think? Oh, that was amazing. I really, I loved every <laughs> second of it. That was so good fun. And, and um, like 
you know, it actually, there were also like, I would say random people joining, like, cause it's an open call, right? It's not like mm. you have an invite list and a bouncer. So it was very much open and that was actually cool. So I met a, a few new people actually, in fact, that was great. Yeah, me too. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. We, we tried to, to make it a bit like that at the answer, you, uh, yeah. after every question, you also get an explanation for the answer yeah. so that also people new to VR maybe learn a bit. And, it was really fun. Yeah, so we do that like once a month, usually the last Thursday of the month. And the conference is uh, at the end of the year. This time it's at the beginning of November, like November 3rd and 4th. But just awesome. check out the website, globalxrconference.com, get all the details. Do that. Exactly. Um, and I, what I also loved about the quizzes, I mean, you do so much more stuff than just the quizzes, right? But I think this is really innovative because what you, how you basically selected the right answer was you had like um, numbers on the floor and people had to stand on these numbered areas like um, from, you know, our, our German speaking audience might might remember this, this fun uh, kids show, <laughs> Eins, zwei oder drei. Um, exactly, I think that was the simple... inspiration. <laughs> that was yeah. the inspiration why we did it, Eins, zwei oder drei, yes. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Awesome, awesome. Well, you're doing this since many, many years are in, involved with a, a lot of in the community, but also with other conferences, like in, including the very much prestigious um, ACM Seagraf and also the, the VR days in the Netherlands, right? You're also involved with that now. Um, so maybe you can tell us a bit about changes and trends you actually have seen in this kind of community and conference world. Um, is there anything particular you have seen in a community that has changed has changed since you started with GlobalX or um, also in relation maybe to the Metaverse hype since last year, right? What, what has happened? Any, any trends you see there? Yeah. yeah, let me think. So actually I started working for SIGGRAPH a long time ago already as a student. Like I volunteered there and it's like, yeah. I thought it was like, it's an amazing place to be. I guess I see all the latest trends. And now I still get to yeah. do that, like organize the, the VRA part of it. Um, and let's see, well, I think there's definitely a shift to, um, let's say, cheaper headsets. You know, it used to be you mm -hmm. can only have like a Vive Pro and a, a Valve Index and to get like really high quality material. But um, uh, recently, there's a lot happening with remote rendering, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, which, which enables those uh, the cheaper headsets like we are also wearing now to, to, um, to have way more high quality content. So I see a lot of happening with remote rendering. Um, of course, in general, this, uh, the sale of the Oculus, I think, um, is a big shift. I think there's never been so many headsets sold as the, the Oculus Quest 2. Right? There's a huge uptake in, in consumer, um, consumers basically buying this headset, which I hope leads to more people just being familiar with the technology and then also using it maybe for other things than gaming. So remote rendering Oculus. Um, what else? Um, we, I do see a lot more location-based um, events, like uh, cultural events, like theater, where there are, um, like, you know, actors that are actually like in a in a mocap suit sometimes, or just in a headset, and that uh, kind of interact with the people that mm -hmm. come to that performance. I see way more of that, which is really interesting and so cool. I think these are the the main trends that I see. And, and, and do you? And of, course, of course. Yeah, go ahead. And I was wondering, maybe, maybe uh, anything that you have seen that I've now completely overlooked. Digital, digital twins is another really big trend, I would say. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I never fully agree what you what you said. Like, also, we see a lot of cultural things also moving into um, virtual worlds. 
which is great to uh, have it with a larger audience. And uh, you know, I think what is what is really great again, similar to the real world metaverse topic, is this kind of hybrid stuff, right? Where we can have best of both worlds, basically. And um, yeah. I think this is a, a a trend we're going to see much further. And like you said, digital twins is of course a big part of it because it's a replica of a real world entity, whatever the digital twin is, right? It, uh, I mean, we're in fact also kind of like we're talking right now as avatars, right? We are all <laughs> the digital twins of our real self, kind of, right? That's true. Um, yeah. To some degree, right? I mean, at some point, once you add variables and other sensory elements, you can of course enhance your digital twin, your digital human counterpart. But that also raises a lot of ethical and responsible questions, right? Like what, what is happening there? I think this in, in general, also maybe maybe another a quick last question is like in terms of Altspace VR events you hosted, because um, you hosted so many, um, was there any kind of things where you had to enforce a strong policy, like because there were people harassing other folks or just not behaving well? And what is your approach? Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's a problem in all online spaces, right? It's, uh, that yeah. happened uh, in MMOs and in, in, in any kind of virtual world or anywhere on the internet you have trolls and harassment. And unfortunately, we have some tools to kick people out <laughs> of the space. But yeah, that still happens. And yeah, you can see uh, companies struggling with that as well, right? That they're building a virtual world. I think it's really, really important that as the, if you create such an such a virtual uh, environment, that you think about those things before actually building the world. And you see a lot of companies right. that are kind of reactive, like they build a world, mm -hmm. they see what happens, and then they uh, then they try to change it. But I think uh, at this point in time, we have so much experience, so from you know online games and everything, that you can kind of predict what's going to happen. And maybe build your world in such a way that you can prevent that from the start. I think that would be that would be great. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's good advice. And we probably also need virtual bouncers, right? Like, hey, <laughs> you know, just in the real world, when you go to to a club or whatever, right? Like a person that is at the door and is not leaving anyone in. Maybe we need virtual yeah. bouncers at virtual events. Sadly. Um, but I guess at the moment, it's, I mean, humans are humans, right? And especially when they can hide behind an, an anonymous avatar, they will behave not well. And so we got to act for this, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a difficult to balance sometimes. Like, how do you balance the privacy yeah. of people with, with those kinds of issues? Yeah. And I'm really, uh, I'm excited to see where this is going to go in the future. Right. And, you know, the fantastic part is we can all be a part of the whole story and uh, we can help to shape it in a, in a yeah. safe and responsible way, right? This is the main thing. Yes, exactly. And, yeah. and, and speaking of this, I think it's also that's, that's one reason why it's really important to have like a diverse group of people working in those things, yeah. right? Because exactly. different people have such different experiences in, in virtual worlds, for example. And, and it's really important to include all of those people to get yeah. all of those experiences. Exactly. If it's just folks like us, right, computer scientists, you um, have a certain lens, right? But you have other like social aspects that uh, uh, that we um, sometimes might miss. And like uh, you know, just like you said, I mean, the whole topic of diversity is so important to get the best outcome for everyone because like everyone yeah. gives their input, right, and not just a few selected people. And so, yeah, I'm a big, big advocate of that, and I'm, I'm glad you say that. 
Well, Saskia, I think we could talk for many, many more hours, but uh, we're already at the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was fantastic. Uh, let's try to do a high five here real quick, if you can do this. And high five. Woo, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you thanks so, so much, much Jessica. It's so great to be here. Thank you. Can we say goodbye well, thank to you. the camera? <laughs> right. Yeah, let's say um, goodbye. <laughs> well, friends. Thank you, Saskia, and thank you all for joining us for yet another episode of Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. Well, uh, we will talk in the next episodes about a couple of other topics, but of course, just visit our website or go to our social media channels or our YouTube channel where you should actually subscribe to to watch all the previous episodes and to get notified when the next episodes are about to happen. And again, thank you so much for joining us today uh, here inside our Metaverse world. And big, big thanks again to Saskia and all of you for joining and listening in. I hope that was worthwhile. I loved the conversation. That was fantastic. Until then, see you next time. See you in the Metaverse. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>